systems work, people fail. This is the Advisor Mentorship Podcast, proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor with Jeremy Hauser. In today's crowded marketplace, advisors must find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you proven systems and processes to successfully build a 21st century advisory practice and discover how developing a work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Welcome to this week's episode of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser, and I want to wish you a happy 2022 as we continue to build on the momentum our team of advisors have generated here in 2021 with another record year. This show focuses on systems and processes that continue to help successful advisors grow their practice. Our guest today is Chad Owen, who is one of the sought-out coaches in the FIA industry, and Chad has a unique mentorship platform where he helps coach independent agents and advisors. Good morning, Chad. How are you doing good today? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. So who is Chad Owen and where are you located? Let's go back to when I was first born. No, I'm not going to go that far back. Uh, literally about 17 years I've been in this business. I'm an expert in this area. I write on average now about $27 million a year in indexed annuities. I'm an individual agent. In other words, I don't have anybody that does my pending business, my calls, my applications. I do all of that myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a truly a one-person show when it comes to the complete process from acquiring the lead, calling the lead, setting the appointment, getting to the appointment, writing the application, doing the pending and the follow-up business. So I've done that for 17 years. And of course, that's allowed me because I just passed, I think, and I don't call me exact on this, but I think I just passed a little over 225, 227 million since 2008 in personal production, which has allowed me to create this training platform to help agents do what I do and not necessarily who I am or be who I am. I don't want that. I want Mm -hmm. people truly being themselves, but having a complete system and process that is effective. It works. I can take anybody who's brand new in the industry to somebody who's been writing 15 million and take them even higher from there. So that's who I am in a nutshell. As far as personal life, been married for 29 years. I have four kids, two son-in-laws. I just love living life with them. Everything is fulfilled through my relationship with Christ and my family. So that, you know, the job is the side effect. That's what allows me to do, uh, or it gives me the motivation to do business the way I do it. And so when did you actually start mentoring financial professionals to help them with implementing systems and processes uh, similar to yours, just to give them a roadmap? About 10 years where I was talking to agents, Five years is when we developed something way back in the day called Annuity Agents Academy. And that was, that it's not even called that. Don't Google it. You can't, it's, 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 that's the old, that's the very start of the process. But now we've morphed it into what it is now. So I'd say really solid coaching where I have a complete functional platform is three years, four years. And, and so uh, where does that drive actually come from? So, I mean, obviously you're pretty busy if you're doing mm-hmm. all the things you've just mentioned and you did a banner year last year mm-hmm. of 2021. So where does that drive come from to want to help coach advisors throughout the country? 
The way I look at this is when I got started in business, it was really hard to get someone to help you. Nobody wanted to share their secrets. Mm-hmm. No one, nobody wanted to share their secret sauce. You know, it's kind of like all under a lock and key in a vault. And I'm going, wait a second, it should not be that way. We should be able to be willingly, openly able to share our successes so we don't have to struggle and try and figure out what's the proper way to do this. Because what happens, and you see this through a lot of these cookie cutter IMOs where they have this process where, okay, we're going to give you a list. Okay, you're on your own. And then you hear what happens to the clients, how they're putting these wrong products. They're not taken care of. They're just literally order takers. They're not... Uh, they're not a solution process. They're all based off of just getting the sell. And that affects our industry greatly to where saying, well, I don't like annuities. Annuities are horrible. Well, which of the nine annuities do you not like? Well, I don't like the ones that have high fees. That's only the variable annuity. Well, I don't like the ones that when you die, the money's gone. That's an immediate annuity. So Mm. teaching agents from the beginning, and surprisingly, even someone who's been doing this for 10 years, I've had to and talk about the basics of an index. I'm going, you've been selling annuities for 10 years and you don't even know the basics of indexed annuities. So my whole thing is allowing someone to be better than I am at the point I am, but starting earlier. And the drive purely comes from that. Life is about succeeding and mentoring, succeeding and mentoring. You always want people, if you have the right heart to do better than you've ever done and get there quicker than you have, as long as they operate in an honest and ethical manner. Good stuff. And so take yourself back I don't know how long ago it was, but if you recall, so last year you did call it, I don't want to quote you on your production, but so let's just say 7 million. Okay. So you think that's what's going to close for 2021? I think I just barely passed that. I mean, when I say just barely, now the difference, this is the crazy thing that this happened this year. And I was just talking with uh, the guy who runs, helps me run this academy. Mm -hmm. His name's Caleb. And he, I said, do you realize I've spent almost a hundred thousand less in marketing this year? I took off, I'm going to wrap up, I think 15, 15 weeks off this year. So I've taken more time off, spent a third less in my marketing, but still did the same amount of volume. Wow. And it's pretty, that's just a, a fascinating thing to me because generally I tell you, if you want your uh, goal, you take your goal, 1% of your goal should be your marketing cost. So if you want to do 10 million, you're going to spend a hundred thousand. Well, I think I've only spent about 220,000 this year, but I ended up with uh, 227 million. So, I mean, it's under what I spent the year before. So it's just a, a crazy year to get that kind of number and more time off. Mm-hmm. And so take yourself back to when you were doing 5 million or you know, 10 million. And now the last couple of years, you've been doing 20. So what's the key metrics to help an advisor get to 5 million? Because I, I can actually attest to your platform and your program where some of the key metrics are coming about where advisors are doubling their business the first year mm-hmm. they, they actually come in. So what's something to really hone in on to become a $5 million FIA producer, 10 million? And so forth. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because I know you've heard this before, but you know, so many people, I want more leads. I want more leads. I want more leads, but Hey, I want them for five bucks. And Oh, by the way, I want you, Mr. Marketer to close the deal for me. I want you to figure out which products the best. And that's not realistic. People folk, if they spent as much energy worrying about the leads as they did the process and the system, they'd be doing way more because that annuity average 
per agent right now per sale is approximately 130 to 140,000 per client. My average is a little over 540,000 per client. Now that's a little skewed because I had a couple of really big deals this year. Like I just had one, I was at, uh, let's see, I think I was averaging 380,000 and then I had a $3 million annuity with one client. So therefore that has really drawn that up a lot higher very quickly. But my average I'd say is about 400,000 per client. So what if you could take those same number of leads you have right now and just double your volume? So instead of mm. 140,000, you average 280,000. You still spent the same amount on marketing. So that is the key is making sure that the number one thing is knowing that you're an expert, being an expert in this industry, there is nothing more important than that. Understanding how the product works, not relying on the marketer or the insurance company to tell you which one's the best. They are there to guide you. And then you are the one to be the expert there. Because if you ever get in front of a judge, you can't go, hey, Jeremy told me this product. That's why I picked it. They're going to go, you are the one that sat in front of the client. You should know this. And when you know it, the reason why I say this, because when you know it undeniably, when you're the expert, you know, beyond any shadow of a doubt, that's the best product. How much more confident do you, are you portrayed in front of that client versus, hey, you know, what? I need to call my marketer real quick and I need to verify something. That's just, and I know agents have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they call you while well, I'm in the middle of a meeting, you know, <laughs> tell me about this product. How is that person three, $400,000? Are they ever going to trust you with that? Now let's take the people that have a million, 2 million. They need someone who's very confident in their ability and they're an expert in that area. That's what it comes down to being fluid in your system, in your process, being an expert where the client has no doubt that you're the best one for them. So how, how do you get to that mindset? So two questions here. So take yourself back. How many appointments do you think back in the day it would take you to do 5 million of production? And number two, talk a little bit about the mindset. I know you have a great section in your academy for advisors to learn a little bit about the mindset of you. So talk about those two. To do 5 million, that wasn't difficult. I mean, I had mortgage protection leads and I wrote 4.7 million off of mortgage protection leads. And that's why I'm always boggled when someone can't, I mean, mortgage protection leads, if anybody's ever ran those appointments before, those are very challenging. And, you know, you have more no-shows than any other product because they, I mean, people just don't put a lot of value on life insurance. So doing 4.7 million off of that, once I actually started focusing on annuity leads, it was automatically 9, 10, 11, 12 million, 13 million. I got to that really quick. And it has always revolved around from the very beginning of, I am responsible for my actions and my recommendations. So therefore I'm going to be an expert in these products. And that's what it came down to. And that's the one thing, and I'm going to be very blunt. I mean, most Mm -hmm. people know this. Most agents are pretty lazy. They, they want to be spoon fed and I'm not trying to be harsh. This is a reality. I've trained thousands of agents and they'll say, why is it only 10% of the agents do 90% of the work? Because only 10% of the agents are willing to put in the time, energy, and effort to understand the products the way they need to, to fully grasp how this is going to benefit the client. And I, you know, I love the saying when somebody says, what do you put your mom into this? Don't ask me that question. Bernie Madoff would have messed over his own mother and every family member. So that doesn't mean anything. 
do you understand the product? So it, the, the key to getting that five, 10, $15 million is number one, by far understanding the product in a way that's an expert to where the client feels comfortable allowing you to help them. Stuff. And so coaching thousands of advisors, what are some of the challenges today that you find them having in their business? Same challenges that they've had 10 years ago. I need more leads. I need more leads. No, that's not the case. The challenge is still the same. They don't want to study and they get very heavily influenced by current legislation or market conditions. I don't care what's going on with the market condition. Safety, security, guaranteed income, you can never outlive with no risk to the market. That's my market condition. Now, when is that necessary? Anytime you want to protect your money. So does it care? Does it matter if the market's up or the market's down? No, it does not, because the same thing applies. There's two questions nobody can answer. I don't care how smart you are, how intellectual, you cannot tell me two things. Number one, how old are you going to live for? Number two, where's the stock market going to be tomorrow, let alone five or 10 years from now? You can't tell me those things. So there's only one product. I challenge anybody to the state to find me another product that offers the safety, security, guaranteed income you can never outlive with no risk to the market. So when you talk about challenges currently, it's the same thing they've always been. Now, if you talk about market challenges, it would definitely be the market keeps going up, but why is the market going up? Because we've dumped over $9 trillion into the market. You know, the reality is 100,000 businesses disappeared in 2020. So if mom and pop plumber, mom and pop electrician go out of business, where does, does everybody buy it from? Home Depot, Lowe's, which is publicly traded, Home Depot, Lowe's. So which is going to be looking like they're doing a lot better? But honestly, I feel like we're going to run into some major problems. So when you have a government that's willing to keep dumping trillions of dollars into the market, it's going to cause the stock market to go up. But the reality is all markets fall at one point or another. Mm -hmm. So do you want to say, like I had a client one time, he goes, you know, I don't want to sell because I don't want to pay taxes on my capital gains. So that's fine. Just wait till the market falls and then you won't have to worry about capital gains. You know, at what point do you want to protect it? And so the biggest challenges we're running market-wise right now is just that the, the very consistent tick up with a lot of sideways movement and then a little bit more tick up, but no major crashes. And, and so that's actually a good segue to individuals' accounts. So there was a huge drop March 2020. I'm sure you're utilizing that story pretty mm -hmm. successfully in your practice. So with the market at an all-time high, what has helped you over the past two years add new clients and customers that just maybe don't have urgency to move forward because everything's rosy? Uh, so I call it the, the animal syndrome. And we know this because there's been studies over the years before an earthquake happens, animals get real jittish and real nervous. They just, they start to freak out. I mean, they have this, the cameras and zoos, they, they can see that before these earthquakes happen, the animal is not intelligent enough to know that there's plate tectonics blow and that there's going to be friction and there's going to be this big earthquake. They don't know that, but they know something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I find clients are doing the same thing right now. They know something's wrong. They can't put their finger on it. They feel this uncomfortable feeling. So I'm not seeing people as optimistic as they were a year or two ago. And I'm finding people more eager to move more than more now than ever, because I tell them, Hey, you know what? Everybody was screaming how great everything was in 2007 till it wasn't. 
And then a lot of people got out once everything fell around 2007 to 2008, and they go, oh, you know, it's all over. Let's get back in at 2008. And then 2008 to 2009 happened, and then they really got hit. So, I mean, at what point do you say enough is enough? I've made phenomenal gains the past 11 years. Why not put in a product that still has some good market participation, but no more downside? You're, you are never, you've never been this age before. You're never getting any younger. You're always getting closer to retirement. Unless, of course, you stay in the market, then you can't say you're getting close to, to your retirement because if this market falls, you will be farther away from your retirement. And so there's two questions I hear more, two things, statements I hear people say more than anything else. I never thought I would get this old this fast, and I never thought I'd live this long. Hmm. And this product protects that. And so, and when I say this product, it's any FIA with a, some sort of income rider. Now, of course, if they don't need income, which is a very small percentage, then you just do a straight indexed annuity. But if you can provide that safety in these current market conditions, you become unbeatable. And so for last year, if there was a phrase, maybe in the last couple of weeks, that's resonated well with customers to move forward. Is there something that stands out, maybe a story or a phrase that seems to really gain momentum at point of sale here? It's the one, it's the two things you can't tell me. How long are you going to live for? And where's the stock market going to be tomorrow, let alone five or 10 years from now? I remember that started from a conversation. This was a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. This client, we're doing a three-way cause and they're uh, sitting at the table with them, a three-way call. And they called their broker saying, hey, I want to move money. And they said, well, what do you put your money into? And they said, well, an indexed annuity. And they go, they are not long-term planners. The people that do that are not long-term planners. And I said, ma'am, can, can I ask you a couple questions? And she's like, sure. And because I mean, just that statement alone, I said, so since you're a long-term planner, what's the stock market doing tomorrow? She goes, well, I don't know. I said, oh, I'm sorry. You said you're a long-term planner. Where's the stock market going to be five years from now? I don't know. Oh, you're right. You're right. You said you're a long-term planner. What about 10 or 15 years from now? Where's the stock market going to be? Well, I don't know. Then don't call yourself long-term planner. I am a long-term planner. I know exactly how much income, worst case scenario, they're going to have for the rest of their life, no matter what the stock market is, does. So who's a long-term planner? And she goes, well, fine, move your money wherever you want and hung up. So, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. We are true long-term planners. And so let's, let's change pace. Um, obviously, doing all the studying and, and there's only 24 hours in a day out. I'll hear it. You'll hear it from advisors and agents where they're looking for what are the best products or what are the best IMO groups. So what's something that Chad looks at when it comes to an IMO relationship? Yeah, it's funny. Don't take a look at all the words behind because you see a lot of the American equity ones, but you don't see the blue one behind that's security benefit. You don't see the Oxford. You don't see the Guggenheim. You don't see all these different companies that are up there because a lot of them do the clear awards. So some of those, because I don't care what company it is, financially stable, best benefits, best customer service, highest payout or potential index growth. So insurance companies are very volatile from the standpoint of they change products consistently. So you need to know per client situation, what is the best? But once again, financial stability, that's a non-negotiable. Best customer service, best benefits, highest payout or potential index growth. Those are really big deals to me. 
But so insurance companies, it's hard to pick because you just need to know those things. Rate integrity is really important. I want a company that I know three, four, five years from now, they're going to have the same type of rates that they talked about in the beginning versus switching them consistently. But an IMO or FMO is totally different because they should be stable. In other words, I need to know my two things I rely on on my marketer are just two things. It's that simple. Really good case design in a challenging situation because case design is easy. I mean, once you get it down, you understand it. You should not need to involve your marketer in it. But lead sources, really good, proven, effective lead sources. Now, it's very important. Now, a lot of the lead sources InsureMark uses, I use personally. So you cannot tell me these are bad lead systems. They don't work. No, that is not true. It's probably you as the agent that isn't working. And like I said, it can sound pretty harsh, but the reality isn't this. A coach, I played football for years. My coach never went up and go, you're doing such a good job. You just need to keep trying. No, doesn't matter what play I did before. It's I'm always going to push you and challenge you to do better. And very rarely is it ever that warm, fuzzy feeling. They want you to do better. So I'm a coach. That's what I do. And I call out, don't be lazy, study products, count on your marketer for one thing, get you good leads and finding good products. That's really what it comes in. Now, not telling you necessarily Hey, this is one do now. I absolutely rely on that. Hey, you know what? I've been running appointments like crazy the past couple of weeks. I haven't seen any emails come across. Is there anything under the radar that you think might be really good in the future? Those are the types of questions I ask my marketers because they have their ear to the ground better than I do in that area. Now, writing 27 million a year, you have every marketer, every insurance company constantly after you to write more business. But I still, even if my marketer says this company, this product, I am still reading all the brochures, the disclosures, the application, the policy, and I'm making sure it's top in the industry, not just because somebody told me it was because I made sure it was myself. So the FMO, the marketers, it's really important that I have a relationship that my marketer has a genuine interest in my success. And with InsureMark, you cannot, I'll argue this all day, you cannot deny they don't have your best interest in mind because they offer, I personally believe, more programs than I've ever seen for any individual agent to an overwhelming standpoint. And that's why I was actually just on a call with the team just recently, and they're downsizing, trying to, which ones are the most effective. And when they have those types of meetings, think about it. They have way too many options for an agent, which costs them a lot of money. If they're willing to do that, they means they care about the success of the agent. But it's even better that they go, hey, let's streamline things a little bit. Let's pick the ones that are most effective. And then that way we have agents succeeding. When you have those type of conversations with FMOs, you know you got a good one. Any red flags? To be on red the flags, for. absolutely. Hey, you know what? We got the best lead system out there. Hey, I'm going to give you a half a percent more comp. Or I'm going to give you one percent. Anybody that offers you more comp as a lead, run. That is it. I'm telling you, I have never seen that work ever in 17 years. I've never seen a marketing organization that starts with comp or leads as the catch or the hook. Because the reality is a good agent can make even moderate leads work good. Here's, here's the thing I want to make sure you understand this. A good agent can take a bad lead and make it good. 
a bad agent could take a good lead and make it bad. And so when you lead with leads, the leads are only as good as the agent that they're talking to and how much effort. So the red flags, absolutely. When somebody tells me, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you marketing bucks or I'm going to give you this. I want to know, first of all, who are the people? And so Steve is someone that really has impacted me in this industry because he's like a father in this industry. He's been around a long time and Steve's is the CEO or mm-hmm. president. President, of, long yeah, time. Long, owner, whatever. Very long the, the time. Insuremark God, <laughs> small G. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he's truly a father in the industry though, because he genuinely wants what's best for the marketers, which generally want what's best for the agents. So that that's a big thing. Red flags, slimy, that's a red flag. Everybody who's been in this business knows for a while what a slimy marketer is. And it, when it just feels like, you know what, I'm going to take off the rest day, go take a shower. That was just yuck. So, <laughs> so when looking at 2022, what is something that Chad is looking to improve in his practice? Boy, that's tough. I've never arrived. I can assure you that I'm always trying to get better, but it's, it's always being adapt, adapt the ability to adapt to current market conditions, conditions and situations. Um, personally, what I'm going to do is I'm picking up life insurance more. Okay. I'm going to start a higher case life insurance. Cause I am, hor- I'll tell, I'll tell my client right away. I'm a horrible life insurance person. And they'll say, what do you mean? I said, well, I get paid a lot by it. But the first question I ask you is, why do you want it? Because I just was told I have to have it. That's not a reason. What is the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. And so I'm very careful on my life insurance cases. If you're 66 years old and you can just barely get by on what you have, starting life insurance policy on someone is not good. And so I personally am going to try and pick up life insurance. The annuity arena, I feel very, very confident in it. I really, I really expect to do 30 plus million next year. I thought I was going to do it this year. Actually, I had a case tomorrow that would have put me over 30 million, but he's wasn't feeling good, had a fever last week. He's still not feeling hundred percent. I'm like, Hey, no problem. We can meet after the first of the year. Oh. But I mean, his son did a million with me. His son-in-law did a million with me. His son's going to do a million with me and he's going to do 3 million. And that would have put me over that. So you know, I, I could have done it, but, and I could have pushed it because I said, you know what, let's still meet and let's see. I just, that's not how I operate. I want the client to feel comfortable. So life insurance, I'd say would probably be the big thing to pick up. Good deal. And is there anything we have not discussed or words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, be the person responsible for your own success. I have a team. There is no way in anything I could do, I could take credit for doing what I do other than my own effort to apply what I'm being taught. And I'm constantly seeking knowledge, wisdom, revelation on how to get better at what I do. And so that really is what it comes down to. There's no way I can do this on my own. I need a team. I am an individual producing agent that does my own follow-up pending appointments, but that doesn't mean I don't have an incredible back support that, which would be my marketing organizations, my lead companies. Those are the people that truly help me get to the levels I need to be. So I'd say for 2022, that's going to be the key right there is just really knocking that section out. Good stuff. Like always, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes out 
today. And thank you to the listener for tuning in to this week's episode of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening device and follow us at Jeremy Hauser on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to check out previous episodes, feel free to go to www.advisormentorship.com. And we thank you for listening today and hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.